0: We've been studying the story of our great redemption, and today we'll look at spiritual death and the sufferings of Jesus on the cross. We've said that Jesus suffered death in all its physical and spiritual expressions. Isaiah 53 and verse 9 literally says in the Hebrew text that Jesus made his grave with the wicked and with the rich in his deaths, and deaths is plural in the Hebrew, And it's the oddly spelled phrase from the Hebrew letters, Bet Mem Tav Yod Vav, and it's pronounced as Bemotav. And I told you, and I started explaining to you, that this phrase is connected directly with what God said in Genesis 2.17 to Adam. God said to Adam, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil you may not eat, for in the day that you eat of it, in dying you will die. Now that's literally, not like the old version says, you will surely die. The phrase in Hebrew I said yesterday is mut temut, or as translating what I just said, in dying you will die, speaking of two deaths, two different kinds of death. It tells us that Adam and Eve would first die spiritually, and then they would die physically. Because Adam and Eve could only die physically after their inner nature was changed from life to death. Spiritual death is the death of the human family's connection to the source of life who is God. When Adam committed treason through his disobedience, he was disconnected from God. And he was connected to a spirit being without the life of God and with no connection to God. Of course, we know that's the devil. And, and that separation from the source of life is spiritual death. You can't kill a spirit being. Now, Now, listen closely here. This is very, very revealing and very, very important for our study. You cannot kill a spirit being. Not like you can kill a physical body. It's not the same thing. When when I'm saying spiritual death, I'm not talking about that your spirit ceased to exist. That's not what we're saying. Spirits are eternal beings. And that, the spirit, is the eternal part of each human being. They were created as eternal as God is eternal. And you can't destroy them in the same way that the physical body can be killed. It, It will decay and become dust. They can only be alienated or separated from the life of God. Now, that's spiritual death. It's the death that Paul talked about of trespasses in sin that came upon all humanity through Adam's sin. Now, if you want to look some more at some scripture concerning that, look at Ephesians chapter 4 and verses 17 through 19 that talks about this uh, alienation from the life of God, and then Ephesians chapter two, verses one through three, that talks about uh, being dead in trespasses and sins. That's not physical death. That's that's spiritual death. Well, each human being, first of all, is a spirit being. Like God is a spirit being. God is the Scripture says the Father of spirits. You can read that over in John chapter 4 and verse 24, and also Hebrews 12, 9. God is a spirit being, and those that worship him should worship him in spirit and in truth, John 4, 24. And uh, Hebrews 12, 9, he's the father of spirits. Each spirit being possesses a soul. And the soul, if we had time to study it, we may do it in, at some other occasion, uh, but the soul is composed of the will, the mind, and the emotions. And it's pretty clear in Scripture. I mean, you can find Scripture that will prove this very easily. And I want to use the analogy of the temple building or the tent of witness in the wilderness. It was separated into three parts, the outer court, the inner court, and then the holiest of all. And I believe we can use this analogy because the Scripture says in 1 Corinthians chapter. Uh, 3 and verse 16, and also uh, 1 Corinthians 6, 19, and 20, that we are the temple of the Holy Spirit. The outer court would be the body, then the soul is the inner court. Now, what's inside the inner court? Well, that's the holiest of all. Well, that would be equal to the spirit. You see, both the spirit and the soul are housed in the physical body which is the tent or the building itself. And as a matter of fact, Paul uses that phrase. Talking about the physical body, he calls it the exterior tent, uh, the tent of this body. You can see that in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 in the first eight verses. So we're, we're not off by using this analogy. I want you to get that. Just as the Holy of Holies, or just like the inner court of the temple, contained with, within it the most holy place, the human soul contains within it the eternal spirit, and both are, spirit, are part of the spirit, part of man. Just like the holy holy of holies in the earthly temple was the place where the presence of God was manifest. In the same way, the human spirit is the place where God dwells inside the believer or the follower of Jesus. Now, God is a spirit, we said. He doesn't dwell in your body. Get that straight. He dwells in us in the spirit. Now, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 23 talks about the human being as a spirit, soul, and body. Now, don't think that these, you know, spirit and soul has been confused for many years. And some people have thought and taught long and hard that it's one and the same, but it's not. And I can prove to you that it's not one and the same uh, uh, from a scripture like Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 12 that says, The word of God is a sword, the sword of the spirit, which will divide. Spirit and soul. Read it over there. Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 12. Well, if the word can divide between spirit and soul, then that means that they're not one in the same. They are a a part of the spirit being of man. The soul is spiritual. And, you know, you think through your mind, uh, uh, I mean through your brain, but, but the mind is not natural. It's spiritual. I I, I I don't have time to get into all of that now, but it's it's clearly taught in the Word. Now, James chapter 2 and verse 26 says that the, the body without the spirit is dead. And there's other scriptures that you could find that reveal this, but I want you to see that the spirit and the soul, when they leave the body, the body dies. Now, we're going to get into more of that. You're going to see why this is important. And, 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 and it's also so important uh, that you study this because it helps you to understand what happened to Jesus when he died physically. And we'll get into more of this in our next study.